I must give it to them. They are seizing each opportunity as they present themselves. I shouldn't be so surprised by now. They've proven capable. The captain is an invaluable asset to them. Their first discussion was fruitful. I sense their curiosity, but I wonder how far their gratitude goes. How devoted are they to each other? When will their obligation morph into proven metal? Their actions make sense, but now that the pressure is less intense, it is time to witness how their mind works. Open your eyes wide. Listen very carefully, my poor untethered souls, for every bit of information around you may prove critical to steer your destiny to port. just show you the library and uh, then I, I shall have to go and he brings you to a, a room it's not it's not very much bigger than than your suite like all of it together it has books and but you can tell that it's not used quite a lot uh, anybody who would be like fond of reading you guys can tell that some of the shelf are pretty bare there doesn't seem to be much order in all of it either but he says, well, the, perhaps this will uh, occupy you while uh, we finish the trip. Most appreciated. Thank you. I will go read. Then I'm like walking backwards slowly. He just kind of gives you a curt bow and he uh, leaves. Hey, guess what? Opportunity to talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time that you guys are in a safe-ish place and you <laughs> can um, exchange a few words without fear of dying. Is there anyone in this library? Is there a librarian? No, it's it's more like a. This seems to be like a common room-ish type of place, and like I said, there doesn't seem to have much order. Like people seem to be taking a book, like putting the, it down, like wherever. There are stacks of books like on the floor next to some couches. Nobody really seems to be taking care of this place. <laughs> we should have a trigger warning at the beginning of this. You know, any librarian, <laughs> beware. This might uh, set you off. <laughs> You're setting me off. Uh, Isafina would be like uh, perusing, like she would look and then potentially, I'm not sure like kind of books you guys are opening, but she would like, so now that we are not dying horribly, kind of books you into. That's a good icebreaker, huh? And I'm pointing at the ship beneath <laughs> us. And like my mouth is open, wow. my eyes are wide. And it's like, I made it. Laugh at it. Go, go, go for it. <laughs> okay. It's terrible. Lucian would chuckle, but not like a already laugh. Lucian would be looking for uh, um, books about the world, maybe like just geography and something like that, just to get a sense where where we're at and where we're going, like the the Vatier place. Okay, you know, like the shelves are titled by section, and not that the books seem to be like in there in order, but there are sections, and you go to the uh, history section. There are no books in that shelf. Do you want to roll an investigation check to try and see? I'm so good at that. 
Sayang, you had a 20 buck, man. I just gotta, like, just let you do it. It takes a little while. Like, you have to search uh, into the piles of other random books. First, you notice that <laughs> the books that are here are mostly books about uh, stories, like folk tales or novellas or poetry. Like, not to learn stuff, but really like to pass the time more than anything else. There is, uh, you eventually, like, through a pile, you find a small book. And it's not even a book. It's more like a leaflet. Like, you know how books, like, it's leaflets that are tied together, especially, like, in the old days? It's one of the leaflets that has been ripped from a book and that's still tied together. And when you take it, uh, you just see uh, it has, like, the seal of the two-headed eagle on it. That's what uh, uh, gets your attention. And when you open it, you see, like, a... It seems to be like a history and you do see like parts of a map in there. Okay. The map is partial and it's also hand-drawn. It's It wasn't printed with the rest of the thing. But as you can see, there is a lot of water. <laughs> or ice, as it were. Or ice, yeah. Currently, this is it seems to be all frozen over. And uh, eventually, the map just kind of stops at the bottom. So the mist must be there at the frontier and go like around part of the water uh, as what you uh, understand. The book itself speak of various prince who were leader of uh, the Grand Duchy. The various prince? Princes, yeah. Now it's called the Grand Duchy, but, but you uh, learned that it was uh, first called the Principalities. Principalities. Principality, yeah. The weird word. Principality, thank you. A series of princes who are the leaders of those uh, principality expanded the kingdom through a series of sometimes peaceful takeovers, sometimes quite bloody ones, until it formed a grand duchy. Zana, are you looking at something? Are you looking for something? Are you interested by the books at all? Or I, I'm pr- I don't feel like she's ever really had the time for reading, being pretty much the person to take care of everything on the household. She's just kind of browsing any title that looks remotely interesting, but no specific subject in mind. Okay. You know, like you're just browsing, taking a book here and there from a pile, leafing through it. You notice that there is a lot of um, art books. And that's that's something that you've never seen before. So and, and reading like the legend under like the images, there is a there's a small writing and it, they seem to be representation of of actual paintings. You've never encountered like a book like that ever before, but uh, there, there's a bunch of portraits and different scenes of, and you now you understand like what the captain meant about the seasons, because you see landscapes with different seasons, like there's snow, there's no, it's all in black and white, so you have no idea of color, but the landscape definitely shows like stuff that you've never seen before. And did, did we have art at? In Barovia? Yes, or- <laughs> art, but no books on art. People did not do much art because it's depressing as fuck. It's also the fact that these are pictures. So this is a book that represents pieces of art that exist other places. So that's that's a new concept to you guys. But yeah, it's a picture book. 
do your eyes light up? Like, how do you respond to this? I know I'm not the DM, but I'm really curious. Um, I think she's going to spend most of the time looking at, like, the landscape portraits. Just kind of comparing places. Because already this place <laughs> initially just feels a lot better despite it being freezing fucking cold outside. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> they know about devils, but they haven't been like, there's the devil. <laughs> Uh, they're like, oh, it's not always frozen. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> so things actually change. The sun's wrong, but at least it still moves. <laughs> it's still there. It's there. <laughs> you also notice, like, you know, you guys know about produce and how it grows, like, because it's brought to you guys, but you still understand, like, growing of stuff you know but now you see the representation of really like large open fields with ox and horses like you know with plows you've only heard of this now you're seeing it through a representation so it's you know it's it's cool (laughs) things that you only had to picture in your mind's eye before is is now pictured for you through someone else's mind's eye so you like land uh do you like, do you make map too? No, I hunt. I hunt stuff. You, I'm sorry, what? Wolves. I hunt. I'm hunting for wolves. Ah, so... Y- I used to, yeah. Well, it's about time someone hunt them back. Uh, did you supply heads for all festival? This thing is foolish, but yeah, sometimes. That must have been a good day. But uh, what would make you want to do that? I mean, no one else. Like, everyone else, they clamped up in town. Someone else have to? I mean, they're dangerous. Very brave of you. Very much appreciated. I'm sure you make paths safe for me <laughs> as I travel back and forth from town. Where do you go? What do you do? Uh, everything. Uh, like, I have <laughs> a couple of things here, and uh, like, pull out. It's an experiment that consists of springs, a box, a set of dice, and they're like meant to clamber together. It's like, I was trying to make perfect randomization, uh, but apparently no work <laughs> off of this thing. But it now is entertaining. It goes, <laughs> and I sell. Okay. Quite well. You sell the, this stuff? I sell thing uh, that once useless, now useful. But it doesn't work. It does not work for what I intend, but it does work for someone with imagination like children. So it's a toy. It could be. I try one time and... You know what? Um, I think we're on a little different level here, but um, <laughs> but occasionally, sometimes they do more than that, and therefore children no have. Yep. So that is what I do. And uh, how about you, Zana? I see the mighty sword, and I see big explosion. I'm sorry. What? What you do? What you do? Uh, for most of my life, I was a farmer. Like, it's like double take right there. You, there's a story there. You don't have to answer. <laughs> Yet she's specifically not answering it. Okay. Okay, I think I read uh, that later. That book shall be put on shelf (laughs) for now. I would thank you too. I know that we probably put together random like this, but I would not survive without you. So uh, if need payback, I will. Well, I would like to take the opportunity to thank you, Zana. You pull me out the ice. Appreciate it. Just kind of smiles and nods. Was that like pulling plant from soil? No. I think it was heavier. <laughs> I mean, who knows in Barovia? I bet even the plants are as morose as everyone else. Like Life in Barovia is hard, you see. You go yes. to pull potato out of the ground. Sometimes you get potato. Sometimes you get the body. Sometimes both. Not good day. <laughs> sometimes potato has grown roots inside the body. 
Are there any labeled pictures of bears in this book? Yes. So now I have a name for what they yes. are. Yes. <laughs> there is a, a an image uh, in a somewhat similar situation that, that you were in, uh, meaning that you see a polar bear, so the same picture that you saw, just kind of swiping a seal <laughs> from an ice hole. <laughs> so you're like, you <laughs> see the me. situation, and you're like, that was me. <laughs> the seal. Is it called a polar bear on the, under the image, or just a bear? It's called the polar bear, and you also learn what a seal is. Well, I'll show that to them and be like, well, at least we know what it is that attacked us. Ah, guinea bear. Well, the wolves were bad <laughs> enough. I don't need to be fighting those things again. Lucian, you hear some shuffling from just outside the door. I would just elbow uh, Zana and said, there's someone listening to us, but like in whispers. Mm-hmm. And I would make my way to, to the door. Okay. Uh, are you making your way without making any noise or just... No, just walking normally. I just want to know if the person's gonna go away or not. Yeah, when you start walking towards the door, you can hear the person just kind of backing away. And they're trying not to make any noise, but they're, they, you can still pick, pick it up. Did it go away or did, did it just move back? Putting your head out? Yeah. Uh, you put your head out and you see the back of someone uh, walking quickly. And uh, as you're looking like he... He's looking over his shoulder, and when he sees that you're looking at them, he just kind of starts running. Okay. Any specific trait that I could remember? I mean, he's wearing like that that big coat that they wear with the with the hood, so he still had the hood up. Uh, so you don't see like hair uh, or anything like that. You can tell that they have a blondish beard with red streaks in it. Are they tall? Big? Large? They're tall. Uh, neither large nor nor slim. Again, it's hard to tell with yeah. the bulk of the coat that they're wearing. You think around six feet. And the eyes seem to be clear, but they're too far. And, and he's just, I mean, he's just looking over his shoulder. So the main thing that you see is, is the beard and the size. Okay. I don't see his expression, the facial expression. Hard to tell. But yeah, they just kind of go. And as soon as they reach like the uh, stairwell, they just kind of go into the... They push the door to go in the stairwell and they... So it doesn't go up? You have to go into the stairwell to go either up or down. Up. So they go into the stairwell and they disappear from your sight. I will look back at the others. What are we doing? Are we staying here? They're probably just curious. I don't think it's anything to worry about. Okay. Well, I think we should like keep an eye out. Because the, the captain did say that they wouldn't be friendly with us. Doesn't always mean that they would throw you out or make fight. It just could no, be. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Yeah. There's friendly, and then there's neutral. We shouldn't assume that they're just going to be hostile towards us. Okay. So I would, I would just close the door again. Good ears for sure. Perhaps we go back to room, check on our frozen compatriot. Yeah. <laughs> Shufra stayed behind, and he just went to bed. So you guys take uh, your pile of books and return to your uh, suite. When you enter, uh, you see Shofra has taken a bed, one of the beds, and he's uh, see- sleeping uh, soundly. I'll still check on uh, Shofra. When you uh, put a, a hand on him, like you see he's sleeping. Uh, he's an elf, but he's now like sleeping in his bed uh, with the covers up to his neck. You see there's a bit of perspiration on his on his brow. 
Does it have a fever? It's hard to tell. I mean, unless you want to check uh, on him more than just that. Would you know about this? Uh, again, yeah, like, it looks like you're helping. I'm not very good at making people unbroke. I'm not. I can say I'm really good at it, but I, oh. I can check his, if he have a fever. Do you want to do a medicine check on him? Um, do you want to spend some fortune, or you're okay at an eight? I'm gonna go for a ten at least. I guess. Does it make a difference? Spend two fortune. Okay. With a ten, you you put a a hand like on on his uh, brow, and uh, and you notice that he, yeah, he's a bit warm. Uh, you think that he might have a fever. Then you put your your fingers like on his throat to take his pulse. The pulse seems fine, so. There isn't much that you can do. If the fever doesn't doesn't go down, then you might have to worry. But f- for now, could I? Nobody else is hurt, right? He was the only one. He was the only one. Yep. I'm gonna use uh, my cure wounds on him just to help him a little. Okay. Do you want to roll that for me? Where is it? Oh, the pop-up is there. Here we go eight. Eight. That almost doubles his <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna use all of it. I'm not telling anyone this campaign. Uh, do it yourself. <laughs> you decide to remove the heavy fur and just leave like the, there seems to be like a cotton sheet, and then you apply two times some uh, cure wounds. You know that the, the magic healing should help him fight off that fever so for now there's nothing uh, else like you you've done all you could uh, and now you just show that everything's going to be okay you also uh, accelerate the healing of some of his scratch so he was scratched uh, and bit pretty badly like near the neck region so that helps the scabbing and there's still a mark of course but it should give his his system a, a little bit of a break you move uh, into the next room uh, with uh, with your friends. As you guys are settling down and opening, cracking open a, a couple of books, uh, there is a knock uh, not too long after at the door. <laughs> Gonna go get Hello, it then. Get the door. <laughs> um. uh, you open the door and Lenka is uh, is there, and she again has a big uh, tray. Uh, with a couple of things on it. You see another smaller samovar. And she says, uh, the captain asked me to send you uh, something to tide you over the dinner time. May I come in? Of course. Uh, thank you and uh, come in. And you see uh, she has a platter with what seems to be like small buns and uh, a couple of seems like meat on the platter. Uh, she says, uh, do you require anything if there's anything else? Uh, I have other duties. I would uh, ask one thing when you're free from duties. Uh, I'm not sure if there is uh, charcoal incense that I can collect as um, I would need it for research. Herb, is it uh, uh, herb for tea? Would that work? Uh... For that, potentially, it could be ceremonial. I'm mostly seeing what work here uh, from different land and uh, sometimes different reactions happen whatever way, but anything you're willing to spare. I can find herb, um, incense, incense you can get at the shop. There is a, a small dispensary on lower. Yeah, force it, Lord. <laughs> and he, she looks at me, uh, coal, we do not use coal anymore uh, here. How about burned wood? Basically same. Um, 
No, the the ship is heated with warm water. Mm. We don't use coal. Mm. Uh, we do not need logs anymore. I would ask you about that warm water thing, but later. Obviously, you're busy. But again, if you're able to find herb, I might make do with that. And again, um, I don't have much. Do you work for uh, money or compensation? I am paid by the fleet. No need. Okay, because I got this. I will I will find her for you. She looks at it like puzzly. She's like, are those dice? That is dice and... Uh, I take dice yeah. and she, she's gonna she's gonna take the thing. Yeah. Her hand is so large, it takes all of my arm. She says, I will look for herbs. The shop you can go and you go down one flight of stairs and uh, you exit same side as your room. You will see um, to the right, uh, it is open. Uh, it is open until dinner time. After that, it is closed. So you need to go before supper. And would they take this? And I hold out the one coin I have. She looks at it and says, is this silver? Yes, it's silver. Yeah, uh, they should. Okay, good. I look for her. Yeah, she says. And uh, <laughs> Thank you. Silly. Yeah, I would thank her. I don't know if anyone else needs stuff, I know. Nah. Nope. Okay. So there's more tea. There seems to be... Uh, what you talked about rolls are not actually rolls. They're like kind of balls of oats. It's like a kind of a round biscuits. And uh, there is a platter of smoked fish. It has a pink color that you're not used to, but it's definitely fish by the smell of it. Uh, did Was our fish all gray, like farm fish? <laughs> White flesh uh, okay. fish, yeah. yeah. I'll dive in and I'll also try to... I mean, I don't know if there's something that I could potentially leave near our sick friend. You know what I mean? That would last. That would hold up. Would you want to leave? Like food, you mean? Like, I thought about feeding him it, but that would probably just choke him, so... <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 fish is smoked, so it's gonna it's gonna keep, and the biscuits too. Uh, I mean, it's it's just take one of the the uh, oat balls and just shove it down his mouth. This best solution, <laughs> mother. You always use this on me. <laughs> if you guys uh, trying to the old like you need copious amount of tea like to yep, make it go like down, tack. it's quite dry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's yeah. dry. I think there's a tooth in my bread. Oh, it's mine. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> taste like much, but it's filling. Mm-hmm. And the fish is definitely what's the. There's also a little saucer of thick milk and honey. I pour both. Did we have honey? No, we did. There's mead. <laughs> honey? Yeah, you guys would have had honey in the room. Yeah, made yeah. by corrupted bees. Yep. Mm, I like that tang <laughs> of evil in there. This is great feast. I usually know it like this often, so I'm pretty full already. Like, you probably hunt your own. It sounds like you farm yours. She's rotating around, just trying to get, you know, it's like a campfire, you know, or talking. You have to talk for that. I think now that we're, we're finally settled down and everything, uh, Zana's just going to take her armor off. And just leave everything by one of the uh, couches, like, and claim that as her own. Are you wearing, like, uh, just regular gear underneath? It's just like a um, short sleeve shirt and just a pair of trousers. Look pretty loose fitting. Something you'd probably be doing field work in. Still curious about how how you got that. And I point to the armor over there. That is a rather costly expense. Well, it's not as if it was all in one piece. 
Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> I like pull this up and it just like rips some more. It's like, I will sew that back together <laughs> as I like put my leathers back on. I found most of mine. Was there like a deep implication to find? You can read into that however you want. I'm going to read it as a deep implication. <laughs> dead adventures, always the dead adventures. The best loot you realize after all the adventuring is it came from other dead adventures. I mean, hey, look, I'm not going to say anything, but where do you get the best stuff? Off other dead people. Just saying. I mean, most important thing I have is this, and, you know, I hold out the sword. And again, I hold it with respect, but it's not meant to be like, look at this! You know what I mean? It's just kind of like a nice, uh, I don't know if any of you have seen the Wakazashi or... Is your characters, not as players. Don't get offended. No. Uh, actually, yeah, it, it would ring a bell for something. Yeah, she's going to look and be like, where'd you find that? It was uh, made for me. Though it has a couple of modifications, not intentional. I've never seen a sword, not that I've seen many, but I've never seen a sword like that in Barovia. But that, it, uh, it traveled far, according to, well, I have, uh, or had... A master who quite good with these types of weapons and uh, thought it best to train me in that. Though sometimes I wonder why. <laughs> what did he look like? He was a great guy, though he had a hell of a right hook. He, you know, so you're actually not very tall, though everyone taller than me. But brown eyes, mostly his garb and his, uh, the passion he had was very different than the rest of Barovia. I respected him greatly and that uh, He's no longer here. Well, that's funny, because I met him too. Oh, really? I suspect probably not too long before you met him, since he was in Barovia when I met him. I would think so. I, well, I mean, how long was he there? The village. Did he, like, appear, like, out of a mist or something? Or was it, uh... Because, like, for me, he kind of caught me running, gave me a swift kick in the ass but told me to stop at the same time, so it was a very confused message. No, not not so much. When I met him, I was in the town for once and saw him come in, and I, I, I challenged him a bit, and he looked strange at first, but it was quite clear that he was no... He was someone that could be trusted. And he trained you in that? And I point to the... No, no. Not, not really. Because that would be strange. Uh, he generally represent uh, more like this than I present that, though of a larger variety. I'm more fond of this one. He gave me some advice, less so than martial training. He was full of that. One would say pretty much every time he speak. I do not want to press too far, but uh, if we share Master, uh, his name, Master Noburo. Oh, he did not address himself as Master to me. I get the feeling that we met two different sides of the same man. What do you mean? He did not present himself so much as a teacher to me. More of like a wise older relative. Okay, I will only be slightly jealous. Thank you. <laughs> he just looks, looks he's like, I don't know why. And there's like a smile on uh, Azafina's face when she says that. It's not being literal. It sounds like he helped you get to path you need to be. You alive, so... She just like kind of nods very slightly, but doesn't say anything more. Well, speaking of, uh, Lucian, you say you learn everything just from hunting wolf, or did you run into a Noburo as well? Because apparently, this guy's getting around. Well, I did run into someone, but I don't think it was the same person. 
I describe him uh, uh, like again, like it's like at this point she's like ready because like Navarro did that shit, like filled with wisdom, doesn't tell you the important things. Like, hey, you could have had a team, could have had all this stuff. I don't really know his age. He was hard to tell. He was really tall and really skinny, pale blue hair, uh, eyes, sorry, and very pale blonde hair. He went by the name of the Abbot. Ah, I knew it. I fucking knew it. The voice said like silver tall felt. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, that he. Yes, I I know him. He's strange. Very. Yeah. Strange. He taught you that, like how to shoot, because like all he ever uses word, and then not the direct word you ever want. Well, he didn't really sh- show me how to shoot, but more. He told me about the creature that there's in the world, and yeah. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Like, again, I kind of look at both of you. It's like, there's some more to this, but uh, I thank you for share. Sure. My character is older and he's exhausted right now. Forgetting he's going to go for a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, not that I don't trust uh, everything around, but I'd like to have at least someone stay awake for parts of night. I'll do first. It's before supper right now, right? Oh, I thought. So my bad. I'm just gonna take a nap, and I can I can do around yeah at night. I'm the, I'm not feeling comfortable um, not having anyone watching since we're probably being watched. So yeah. As evidence, do you hear anything at door? <laughs> right now. <laughs> I hear a bearded man brush no. his beard against the door. There's always noise in here because of the boat, like, crushing the eyes. Ah, okay. So, like, the fact that you heard that was impressive. It's not deafening, like, outside, but there is noise always here. And coming from the vent as well. Oh, that reminds me. I want to explore that fucking vent. Damn. Okay. So you approach the vent. Uh, You can tell a rumbling is kind of echoing down the the shafts of the thing. And uh, also the the warm air is being pushed up. Uh, The vent itself is uh, half circle from the floor. And it goes about, it's it's, as high as your knee. Uh, It's bolted into the wall, which is metal. I'm not sure how hot it is, but at first I would stick my hand kind of through it, treating it like a fireplace. You know what I mean? Like very gingerly. Not sure what to do with it, but it's mostly just experimentation here. And yeah, you bring you bring your hand closer to the the vent, and I mean it's warm air, but it's not scalding or anything. But you can put your hand on the vent without getting burned. They must be burning fire elemental down there for this much heat. Spend some time do a ritual of detect magic just to see if there's like any kind of aura having that notion. When you ritual cast uh, detect magic, what, what does it look like? It's kind of like... You ever seen Sherlock, where like all the data just kind of appears? It's similar to that, but a lot of people can actually see it. So I'm kind of like piecing things together, but it's text that forms, like the text starts overlapping. It creates an image in front of her, like it uh, translates it through this screen of what she would see as magic. And uh, that's how she... It's a cone, so that that's how she sees it. And But it's all in mosaic pixelated color so like so you'd see the vent in the same colors that it is unless it's magic you look in the through the vent and then you get closer and it peer down no magic kind of lean against the vent and be like maybe drop a piece down there of something just like something solid just to hear how far it goes 
you don't hear it hit anything. Eventually, it's just kind of dimmed with the the rest of the 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 noise uh, that the boat is making. Note to self: don't crawl in vent. Less necessary. <laughs> There's an underlined <laughs> unless necessary. Then I'll just kind of poke through, look through the books. Uh, okay, so you're, re- you're reading folklore. Asifini has a good intelligence, right? Oh yeah, one would say it's maxed out. When you first came aboard, Captain Alyosha asked you if you were running from a Vodiani. He did? <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but... Just a little note here. I made a mistake in the creature's name the first time I said it. And instead of saying Vodiani, I said Vomedoi. That's a DM mistake, but not one that Captain Alyosha would have made. Please pretend the word has always been Vodiani. Thank you. And so um, you uh, you find a uh, folk uh, folk tale uh, that speaks of this uh, Vodiani. It's a water spirit, water spirit or water demon. It's it's references both, and so the the spirit and the demon seems to be used without any distinction. This creature lures people in the water or takes victims into the water and it brings them, apparently it brings them into like an underwater realm of some sort. Would I assume that that's potentially what was trying to lure us with voices? I can surmise. Uh, that's you as a Safina that can, uh, you can make that connection if you wish, yeah. It hunts around... Ice holes. Which we just made. Awesome. What an ice hole. <laughs> to steal somebody that was intended to avoid Yanni is bad luck. So that's why he asked. Well, good thing I didn't say anything because sailors. Hey, are- what did he ask? If we were chased by oh. one. Uh, if you guys were trying to escape a Vodiani, he was okay, he yeah. asked, like, were, were you running from a Vodiani? And you guys were like, what? And he was like, hey, don't. Oh, right, okay. Hey guys, we cursed the ship. Oops. Like, now that you have a bit more of an understanding about what he was talking about, perhaps not the captain himself. Like, he doesn't seem to be a superstitious man. Sailors. The theaters. But the sailors. <laughs> a infamously notorious bunch. Yes. There's a folk section. A- again, I'm, I'm making a summary. I'm not giving you, like, the yeah. actual. How, how did you turn it? Like, it's bad luck to take someone who's. Who was uh, intended to be as a, a victim to the Vodiani? They it will anger the the demon, and and so like there's a section on on the Vodiani, so there's more than one tale, and you know like it's it's folk tale, it's not consistent. So this is what you can piece of this creature, but it also goes like usually the people who believe in Vod- Vodianu is the plural. You know like if there's somebody like drowning, they'll let him drown. If they're drowning, it's because they've been claimed. Yeah, what they look like, hard to tell. They look like drowned people. Seems to be like their recurring team. And obviously they live in the water. Alrighty, drowned people. Always fun playing with the drowned. Uh, sure. I heard, well, I read, when I arrive here, and I start talking lower, realizing other people might be listening, I may have heard... Uh, Noburo talk to me, uh, say, come here, hey, like, we got this for you. That might have been this, and I, like, reference. 
uh, the water demon spirit that can lure you in under the water. And the big notation is if you are in the water and you're drowning, people are just going to let that happen because of bad luck. Well, that is disconcerting, but I don't think I, I heard voices too. They're different ones, but I don't remember drowning when I heard them. So I, I think that may be something else. Hmm. That is a good point. But still, for future reference, uh, don't drown. Oh, you would die. Generally good advice. <laughs> yeah. Although I fear that if I start drowning, I don't know if you'll be able to get me out. <laughs> I might have solution for that if I can get somewhat near you, and I am also not underwater. <laughs> After uh, Lucian's nap, and you guys like look for the picture book and do your experimentation, there is again a sharp knock at the door. It's Lenka. I'll open up. I am to bring you to the dining room for supper. She kind of looks past you and look at uh, your friend like who's sleeping, and he says, "Will he be joining?" Uh, no, I don't think so. I will let him sleep for now. And she turns around and she says, "Follow me, please." You guys uh, follow Lenka, and she brings you down one level of stairs, and she's going to bring you into a large room, like the largest room that you've been in uh, so far, to the front of the ship. Like, it's it's uh, similar to the interior of an inn. There seems to be, like, room for 20. And that's the story so far as they say. Thank you for listening to this episode of Uncreated. Be back in two weeks to discover what happens next. While you wait for the next episode to drop, I highly recommend you have a look at this week's GM Log. The GM Log is a companion that comes out with each episode that explores the world of Uncreated and is rife with information, homebrew items, mechanics, and freebies. Ugh, we all love freebies. You can find it on our website at milestonerpg.com. As a new podcast, we could really use your help. I'm sure you've already heard the spiel. Rate and review us on your podcast platform. And most of all, tell all your friends about how awesome you think we are. We are so grateful for all of you. See you in two weeks. And in the meantime, don't touch the mist.